you but you never gonna be Look the other way, what I'm doing ain't easy Bloody hands same from the people who deceive me Bloody hands break through the chains, go free me People like sheep who feed hurt it easy You don't wanna be fast asleep when they see me Better stand tall, ready for a fight, believe me When they try the chains, you can say no, free me So he's been looking Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to another installment of the Geek Got the Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Mr. William B. E. Morgan, with a cast of thousands tonight. Uh, we don't have Janae with us, unfortunately. She had a, um, a birthday party with her family, so we'll have her back next week. Uh, but in the meanwhile, let me go ahead and bring everybody who we got on with us right now. First, she is the... Cosplay, can't talk right now. Cosplay and TikTok queen. They bring my girl cat on cat. What's up? What up, William? How's it going? How you doing? How you doing? Oh, you know, not too bad. Spent spent a good day out out doing some cosplay with my group heroes and villains of cosplay out at Rolling Oaks Mall here in San Antonio for mm-hmm. halfway to Halloween. So you know, it's been a good day. Cool, 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 cool. All right, let me go ahead and bring on this next gentleman. He is the Twitter Overlord. I need to start doing voiceovers to Twitter overlord. Yeah. Remember my man Ambrose and Ambrose, what's up? Nothing much. Just another day in paradise here in Maryland. <laughs> Did those two words go together? No, it's an oxy definitely an oxymoron. Oh, okay. <laughs> Andrew, what's up, my boy? How you doing, man? Good to have you. Good to have you with us. And let me go ahead and bring on this last man who's been doing this with me for a very, very long time. Roommate Shaw on Shaw, what's up? Sub sub everybody. How y'all doing today? All right, all right. Kind of sad because we were the last episode of Titans, but what else? Ando. What up, Ando? How, How we doing, man? Ando? So, going with you, bro. Going with you, brother. Um, yeah, kind of sad about that, but it's all good. The episode was all right. So let's go ahead and get into it. Um, no diamond tonight. She should be in a minute. All right. All right cool. yeah, hopefully she'll be able to in a minute. Let's go ahead and get started with news and reviews. All, all right. right. So if everybody has noticed that, you know, some of your favorite shows may either be on rerun status or may be in question of if they're going to continue as the strike of the Writers Guild of America um, is still unfolding. Um, Wait, favorite and shows, is that also an oxymoron? Because there has not been much of anything lately. I mean, I find some shows enjoyable. In an ironic way, yes, I suppose. Diamond, what's up? How you doing? (laughs) What's up, everyone? How you doing? What's up? So, everybody, you've been keeping pretty close tabs on the the strike. How's that that kind of playing out? Does anyone want to go, or can I go? Are you going? All right, cool. I wanted to give someone else a chance so I don't interrupt them. Um, I think the writers are overplaying their hand. I think they raise a lot of good points, but I think those good points are going to be ultimately washed out because of the demands they're making. Um, Two things that that they really do need to address are the AI situation. Uh, AI can take over writing very soon, and all the writers can get kicked to the curb, and that's a very understandable concern for them. But um, And uh, the other concern is... uh, the uh, studios are not being honest with their streaming numbers, which is affecting the residuals. 
uh, and and I completely understand those two gripes. You 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 need to address those, but they're not presenting it in a way that makes anybody sympathetic. Like you can't tell me you're not making a living wage writing in Hollywood. You made fifty thousand dollars to write She-Hulk. Okay, like I'm I'm sorry. Like I spent my twenties eating ramen noodles and McDonald's and working sixteen-hour shifts to pay rent. <laughs> Hey, Barbara, how you doing? <laughs> Keeping him honest, you know. My wife is my number one troll. I love her. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, but I mean, you know, they, they can't, they're presenting it like they're these starving artists. And it's, it's like, it's just not true. You know, you, you're, not, you're, you're not garnering any sympathy. Everyone knows you make the median salary for a writer entry level is $50,000. is $50,000. Well, but also you have to kind of put that into perspective, though. If these guys are trying to live in Hollywood or New York, $50,000 is below the poverty level in those areas. Well, that's a personal choice. You want to move, you want to make it big. $50,000 a year is well above the national median. And you don't have to live in Hollywood or New York. You can commute. You, New York's got a fantastic train line. You can live in White Plains where I live. You can live in Yonkers. You can live in you can live in New Rochelle. You don't have to live in New York City. You can right, hop that metro line in. That, th those states, the cost of living is tremendously higher than fifty thousand dollars a year. As someone who's lived in one of those two states, I can vouch for that. I mean, I've lived in New York too, and there's a lot of people making a lot less than fifty thousand dollars a year with a lot of family with a lot of family members, and they're making it work. So, I mean, I, I, I just, I don't garner any sympathy for them. And, and the other demand that's just going to get shot down and that's, and that's going to cripple them is the uh, artificial inflation of the amount of writers in the room. They're demanding a minimum amount of writers in a room. So they're trying to, it's a, it's a job security strike and you're going to, you're going to kill your union because all they're going to do is cancel shows. If you demand that six writers be in every writer's room at a minimum, uh, not every show calls for that. So, I, I mean, they're, they're just going to, this is going to be an excuse now for the studios to say, you know what? We're going to cancel this show. We're going to cancel this show. We're going to cancel this show. There's going to be in the coming weeks of any agreements not met. Uh, I would estimate between six and eight shows are probably going to get axed whether they were renewed or not. And they're going to keep making these demands and you're, they're overshadowing the actual problems that they're facing. So it's, it's going to be a, it's, it's going to be an issue. And I'm not saying the writers are a hundred percent wrong. I'm definitely not saying the studios are a hundred percent right. I'm saying it's a situation that the writers are approaching wrong and the studios are going to take advantage of that. And I think the writers are just going to come out with the short end of the stick on this. Who else has got thoughts on this one? Uh, just hoping that's, that it gets, you know, they find a middle ground sooner or later. I mean, last time it had a big writer strike, it took like what, about a year or something like that. So hopefully they get through it, you know, they go to the table with, you know, open mind and stuff and just find some sort of common ground, you know, because, like, it, you know, it is true that studios do screw as many people as they can, and I don't know about the specifics about this thing, so I don't know I mean. I'm just hoping things, you know, move forward, because, you know, we got stuff that we need to get rid of, you know? 
I mean, the big thing is the transparency with the streaming. Nope, um, nobody because, makes money streaming, actually. And the way streaming is today, nobody actually makes money. But the big thing with writers and going to CAT, what did make their situation livable in places like New York and California were the residuals. Like, if you're a writer for Seinfeld or Friends, you made your money on that two-hour block every night on TBS that Friends was airing or Seinfeld was airing. And they're not showing those numbers now that streaming is available. Uh, Seinfeld is on Hulu, I think. Um, uh, and, and they're not streaming is purposely and notoriously the numbers are cloaked and they're never forthcoming with it. You cannot have a definite number because the companies don't have to. And I think the FCC needs to step in there and say, no, you're broadcasting now. You need to give legitimate numbers. You need to pay the writers fairly for what they're writing. And there needs to be an agreement. You get X amount of dollars for every X amount of views on the stream because that's this is uncharted territory on it. And, and um, it's something the studios are blatantly exploiting. So yeah, I do thing, though, with streaming though the studios do have access to those numbers. Oh, they do. Because they just Nielsen they... tracks streaming. The same. The, there's a delay. There's like a one to two day delay, but it still tracks everything. <coughs> so, like when they're tracking like who's watching what live, if you stream it on say a platform like Paramount Plus, uh, Peacock or Hulu. As long as you stream it within three days from air date, it counts as being watched live. But um, but the, they're not they're not obliged to be forthcoming to the public with their numbers. Nielsen keeps track, but Disney and Netflix, Netflix and Disney have not been honest with their numbers. Well, Disney and Netflix are different though because they don't have a live network. Oh, no, but what I'm talking about is is uh, the point of contention is the actual streaming. Like, you write a show for Netflix, you write Stranger Things. Those numbers are muddy. They're not right. telling you how many people have actually. So residuals on that are being effed around with. And that is, that is a major point of contention that does need to be addressed because they're pretty much stealing from the writers. Um. The, the live stuff, yeah, that gets tracked, and, and you do get your residuals on that. But uh, as far as, as you know, actual, like, streaming services, when you have uh, you know, Netflix shows and Disney Plus shows, they're not obliged to tell you the actual number. So, I mean, it's kind of like how YouTube pays its creators. Like, you got X amount of views here, take 20 bucks. There you go. Like, and you... Yeah, it's uh, and um, I mean, I think the writers need to be more forthcoming and approaching it that way than than the starving artist and uh, and what was me approach that they're taking. Because, I mean, I don't understand how they're saying we don't want it to become a gig. We don't want it to become a gig gig occupation. It is a gig occupation. Shows are gigs. Like, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want to do? But here's what? the thing. Some of those folks are hired by the network. And it's not just you're hired for one show. You are hired by that network to continually be writing and pitching to them. Yeah, but then you're a showrunner. 
so I mean that 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 that's different. If you're a writer, if you're a staff writer, you but, move. Yeah, but the Writers Guild. So even people like uh, Stephen Colbert, even though he is a personality, because of the fact that he started in Hollywood as a writer, he's still a member of the Writers Guild. And I, I I wouldn't claim I him if I was a writer. That's interesting. <laughs> Well, but yeah, he's straight. He was a writer. Yeah, him and uh, a lot of people were. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So if you go, to, if you get hired on by NBC, ABC, you may not necessarily just be being hired for one show. Like you get like your pitch of like, hey, this is this is the scheme of what we're writing, what we're looking for. Sit down and write it. And so when you're working with these networks, they're not just being hired for a show. Where it's where if you're being hired per show, then yeah, that is gig. That that's 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 a gig job. That's like me going on Fiverr and offering up resume writing services. Yeah. But the way that a lot of these writers are hired is they're hired by Netflix, ABC, NBC, Sci-Fi, name a network, and they say, okay, we want you writing for these ideas. And so then they work with these showrunners for shows that aren't already produced. And aren't already out there to pitch to to get like a pilot written and pitch it so it's not it's not just that like a writer works for one show they work for the network and they may be doing multiple shows at a time depending on their contract yes you right. are you are um there there is you're more correct than you're wrong in that depending depending on the way the contract is written yeah there are um, some writers that in the beginning yeah you are brought in on a gig basis like, hey, we're you're new. We're going to test you out on this new show. But for most of them, they're they've got contracts with the network, and it's they're hired by the network. It's not a per show. It's not their pay is per shows they write on. But they are constantly writing and pitching pilots with the the showrunners. All right. I mean, yeah, I guess. I, I so just, I, like I, gig I, work already I, is not accurate. May, may, yeah, I mean, maybe for for some writers, yeah, you're right. But I think for a lot of for entry writers, for a lot of the writers that are striking, I think it is accurate. I mean, you know, it, it's it's. Um, I mean, there are a lot. Of, the problem is there are more writers than there are programs, mm -hmm. and you've what they don't realize is you you have a pie you you can slice the pie into you know eight delicious pieces and everybody can eat and be full or you could cut the pie into four thousand pieces and everybody gets a little morsel but the pie is not going to get bigger and you're not going to get more money and you're not going to get more work Disney's not going to sit there and say, hey, we need to have six writers in every room, so think up six more shows. They're not going to do that. They're just going to say, this is what we have. Sorry, you, you, and you, you're fired. Your contracts are terminated. Go try Warner. We'll kick you down the street to Netflix. Uh, I mean, it's just, they're just not going to, it's just an unworkable plan to have demands for mandatory employment the purpose of demands though is to leave places of negotiation and also this is we are in a, a terrible point in our economy you'd never ask for a raise 
when things are bad. Oh, I would. Really? Oh yeah. I, I wouldn't. I'm a it. career. I'm a career restaurant mm -hmm. worker. I wouldn't. That puts a tor that puts a target on my back. Depends who you are, what you do. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I. I, I mean, I think if things are bad and business is bad, you know, you have a lot of. It. it depends on what your business is. I mean, yeah. if you're if you're in business when it would uh a raise and increase of revenue, hell yeah. But if you're somewhere where revenue um revenue is stagnant, then no. But like in my profession, hell yeah, I'm gonna have for a raise. I don't care what the economy is. So you're telling me if you were hell yeah. if you worked for Disney and they just laid off seven to ten thousand people, you would you would ask for a raise. Hell oh, yeah. yeah. Particularly if my department is what's drawing revenue. That's like the NBA. That's like a difference between the NBA and the WNBA. If I'm in the NBA, I'm looking for a new contract, particularly if I outplay my old one. But if I'm in the WNBA, no, because the NBA is not making any money. They yeah. making any money to, to, to begin with. But if so, I'm in the NBA so, and I've outplayed my contract, my stats increased. Um, I go from averaging 12 points a game to 20 points a game. Hell yeah, man, for more money. It's done every day. So you're making my point kind of for me it's done every if day, you bro. wrote if you wrote willow or she hulk and your streaming service just lost three hundred thousand american and canadian subscribers and four million subscribers worldwide because they lost their cricket contract in india are you gonna ask for a raise if i wrote the mandalorian i'm going to Mm-hmm. Out of his work, the Mandalorian, but not every is. show is the Mandalorian, yeah. though. That's true. It all depends on what you do. It all depends yeah. on what you do. Yeah. It all depends yeah. what you do, and it all depends what situation and what situation you're in. If you're in a situation to where you look at security versus monetary gain, I got you, because because at the end of the day, everybody wants job security. But if you at to, but if you're to the point that you know, look, I'm after this money because a, I'm worth it. B. I performed well enough to ask for it and see if you let me go, I got options. So either way, you know, I'm regardless of the economy, I'm asking. Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, that's 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 a that's a fair point. I, I don't necessarily agree with you, but I, I see where you're coming from. Um, if I had a boss like Bob Iger, I don't even think I'd ask for a raise if things were good. I oh, think yeah. he'd be. I think he'd be like, uh, yeah. Like no, I. If there's money on, if 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 the CEOs can get billion dollar bonuses, Hell there's yeah. extra money for me if I'm performing well. Hell yeah. So and I can prove it, and I can walk in there with proof that I'm performing or 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 overdoing what my peers are doing. Oh hell yeah, I'm asking. Yep. But but yeah, good, good discussion. Good discussion. Let's go All ahead right. and move on. What's up next? Hat? So thinking about things that are doing well, Guardians of the Galaxy Three. Who's seen it? I have not yet. I know Shaw saw it. I, I have not. Shaw, I have not. Shaw, you make me sick. It's really I've good. Heard, it. I've heard because of the subject matter, the uh, box office projections have dropped, but that's all I've heard about it. You know, oh, it's sick. making a lot. It's not saying uh, it, there's nothing saying a lot of people really like the movie, but they're saying because it's dark. Uh, the movie is very, the subject matter is very dark, so it's going to affect the amount of people that are going to go to the go see it. That's what I thought people wanted, though, was dark. I said it's really good. I'm like, there's some darkness in it, yeah, but it's not okay. like 
you know, a lot. You know what I mean? Let me ask you this: yeah. What would you what would you prefer from everybody here? What what would you prefer? And this is a, this is an argument me and Shaw has because when you go back, I'll use Batman Brave and the Bold. It made me upset because Batman Brave and the Bold was kitty to me, but um, I was looking for more of a darker tone from Batman Brave and the Bold, and we got this kitty stuff. And it's like I prefer dark versus kitty. What do you guys prefer? I mean, it it depends on am I going or is this a Marvel movie? And like my lovely wife said, we have some McDonald's toys. So this is a Marvel movie that is clearly marketed towards children. So if they're going to tackle things like um, I think one of the issues is domestic abuse and animal testing and 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 stuff like that and I've, I've heard enough about the movie i don't want to go any further because i don't want to spoil anything but that that that's pretty that's pretty you know risky stuff to tackle if you're gonna bring a i'll, I'll give five you six movie. seven five six seven year old into the there's no domestic abuse at all in there i mean there's no like there's not even any domestic relations in there so that's not that's my, oh, okay. All right. Well, you've more. seen it, so you know. I'm just going by what I've read. But um, the even the animal testing, though. I mean, I um. And they're all CG animals, though, so it's like you know, and it's not like it's it's um, it's not like it's it's just shown as being a good thing. It's shown as being a bad thing. It's tragedy, and like there's even a thing where a bunch of animals get saved later on. I mean, I'm my point is I don't mind going to see it myself. I don't want to take my kid to a movie and well, have of course, to explain, of like, of and, and even if, like, I don't want to have to explain anything. Well, that's well, of course, age not, of course. Yeah, uh, and and I yeah. think that's, I think there's a lot of people in my camp on that, and that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's necessarily. I haven't seen it, but for all accounts, it's a good movie. Everybody that has seen it has really liked it, but I think that train of thought is going to hinder it at the box office. Well, but here's the thing. The Guardians have slowly been working away. Like, the first one was was whimsy and campy because you had a bunch of new people trying to kind of learn to work together. <coughs> and you put a new team together, everything's just going to go to hell in a handbasket real quick. And it's going to be funny, right? You got into the next one where all of a sudden he finds his dad. And they lose Yondo. You're getting a little darker there. Now we're coming into the third one. Like, you know, it, it's getting into that maturity level where I think... You know, there's been talk of how Rocket came to be, that he was a, a science experiment, which is part of why he's kind of so angry and bitter about it all. But it oh, makes shit. you get into that more because it's character progression. And if they're wrapping it up, they need to wrap up those loose ends. And it's got a PG-13 rating. If someone's taking their five-year-old mm -hmm. and you are upset that Rocket is saying bad words and and that they're sticking him with needles, well, maybe you needed to pay attention to that PG-13 rating. If I mean, I, I, I do, I 100% agree with you on that, but, like, I mean, PG-13, it's a, it's a big jump from Avengers to that. But my, but my question wasn't necessarily looking at age-appropriate content. Just people here, what style of movie do you prefer? Do you prefer oh. campy or more of a... You prefer the the kitty or the dark, and I got so I kind of agree with cat. I prefer the dark more than the kitty. It really depends uh, upon the movie and the progression. I think yeah. with Guardians, it's a natural progression. 
so it to me it wouldn't seem out of place i mean but i don't it, you know that's a that's a that's a good question and i like both i mean honestly it depends on who i'm watching the movie with and um what type of mood i'm in because the two big the two big like teen movies when I was a kid were Monster Squad and Goonies, and obviously God, one's a little one's so a little bit darker and one's a little bit goofier, and and I love both of them. So I mean, it's it's kind of tough, but I mean, if I'm sitting by myself and I'm watching a movie and I don't have to worry about how the other person I'm watching the movie with feels, I'd probably go with dark. I'd, uh, I'd probably go with something that's a little bit more thought provocative. But if I'm out with other people, I like to have fun, so I'd go for the goofy and the whimsy. Diamond, what you think? Uh, I like like both. I have like a bit of both. Mostly for um, dark is like my thing because I like um, movies that like talk about serious topics, but also right. like, has the um, humor side of it, to where you can like laugh at it and be like, also relate to it in a way. So like Jojo Rabbit stuff like that. Yeah, okay. Jojo Rabbit was great. I never saw it. So it, it's really good. You should watch it. It's great. Personally, yeah, personally, I prefer uh, a combination. You know, I mean, just because something's dark doesn't mean you can't tell a joke once in a while, and just because something's a comedy or lighter doesn't mean you can't tackle dark subjects. I mean, yeah. that's yeah. like a lot of people say that Marvel is for kids, but there's like every movie has a dark moment. Like my favorite moments in every Marvel movie is something where. They deal with a serious topic or is this like just a serious moment you know what i mean like even literally the comedies still have darker moments in there and like i just like a nice little combination like you know just because like true drama is the balance of comedy and tragedy you know what i mean like i, I love tragedy and i love things being lighter so i you know just like both you know that's my everything Barbara says it is your responsibility as a parent to research research the subject matter of any movie before you take your kid to it, regardless of the rating. That is yeah. so true. Well, because here's yeah. the thing: like, I don't agree that Marvel's for kids. Mm -hmm. I think that they've made it so it can be enjoyable for children, but it's not intended for them. So, I mean, I'm okay. sorry if you take your your little crotch goblin to see the movie and they cry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know. Cat, I gotta ask too before we move on. What are you cosplaying as? I see the horns. I'm trying to it's figure it out. Oh, okay. All right. some stuff I'm testing out for tomorrow. Yeah. I might, I might have to like maybe do some summon tonight or maybe tomorrow morning. Yeah, whatever. Either way. We appreciate that. Like we appreciate the effort. We really do. Um, I invited a cosplayer on the show. I hadn't heard back from her as of yet, but um, I'll see what I can get. Um, all right, let's go ahead and continue, Cat. All right. Well, I mean, with this, you know, just to kind of wrap it all up, James Gunn did get an award from PETA for Guardians of the Galaxy for touching on the issue of animal testing. Um, okay. You know, yep. now, while animal testing is not something that is commonly done in the United States, there are still countries that do require animal testing um, for certain products before they're allowed to the public, which is still something that, of course, PETA is still fighting and a movie like Guardians, which is going to have a... Disney targets the regions that still do animal testing. I'll just put it that way. Um, when it comes to their content, so maybe the message will get across. Disney targets anybody that will give them a nickel. <laughs> no, they they focus a whole lot um, on on the, their Chinese 
fans over there. Um, like more so than most studios. Um, but they're also a country that does require that before a product of any kind. So like it could be Neosporin. Before they're going to approve use for that in their country, it has to be tested on animals first. Um, Which I never really understood. Well, it worked really well on this rabbit, so it's definitely yeah. going to work on me. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. So with some more superhero movie news, um, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse is going to be swinging into theaters on June 2nd. Burger King is going to be offering a red Whopper inspired by Miles Morales' suit from May 15th through June 21st. And I think we have a picture of that picture number two, William. Yep, yep. I think we do also, let me get to it real quick. That's a doctor's visit. No. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how to do that, that. You stupid there, bro. I mean, some things just look unnatural, and, and that is, you know, that's, that's, that's one of them. And, like, if you can't... Like, if you can't be a hamburger on a red bun, I, I don't know, man. Like that—that that just does not look appealing. Dude, in Texas, we'll eat it. We'll think it's made out of red hot Cheetos. Ambrose, you have to have a second thought. <laughs> Didn't they do something like similar to this like years earlier with like a black bun or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a um, hamburger that was popular in Japan. It was uh, the bun was dyed black, and it was popular in Japan, and people freaked out over here like because certain now. bodily functions were coming out jet black, and they didn't know what was going on. It's like, hey, idiot! You ate a black hamburger bun, and you probably ate like three of them. So I like, think it's gonna it's gonna my, it's gonna look a little weird. My friend Barbara says it looks like a ladybugs, not a spider burger. I was gonna say a watermelon, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's a watermelon with a picnic crawling on it. Oh, now Burger King is trash. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, yeah, especially the Burger Kings here. Like I've I've been to some good Burger King cross country. Not here, not here. Wendy's has the best training videos though. No, the Navy has the best training videos. <laughs> um. We looks like we also have some X Men news in pick number one. My son would not go to a Burger King to this day because he saw a video about Burger King foot lettuce. So ninety-seven boss comes from Cyclops and Storm are the main protagonists of the series. Nah. I think it's behind Storm, but I'm, I'm not sure I feel about Cyclops. We all know my opinions on Cyclops. I hate Cyclops. Yeah. I hate Cyclops. Well, isn't that the so, point? Isn't everyone supposed to hate Cyclops? He's no. an over-emotional simp. That's what he is. Isn't Cyclops like, yeah, I'm not buying foot footpick Storm. <laughs> a foot pick storm. Who's too over emotional? <laughs> I mean, I think I, 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 I'd like to see. Uh, I love you, G. I'd like to see. Uh, Ice. <laughs> why is why does Iceman always get the shaft? Uh, well, you know they gave Iceman his 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 new one of comic books. You know he's um you know he's an Omega level mutant now. Yep. Yeah. He's freezing people. He's freezing people from the inside. Solid. That's crazy. Bruh. Bruh. There's a joke there. 
I know. I know. I knew what I said. It. Yeah. I read your mind. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just just gonna say like. Yeah. yeah. You gonna leave it alone. I'm trying to keep this, I'm trying to keep this PG-13. Okay. We want we want to we want to stay viable on FCC airwaves. Yeah. <laughs> Hide the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> so we got a little bit more James Gunn news. Um, there was a Q&A on Twitter. Oh James damn! <laughs> I mean, not wrong. Zero. Zero. <laughs> I think she I like actually asked me when we first started dating who my favorite X-Man was, and now I'm glad I didn't answer Cyclops when, when that happened. Uh, well, well, he's an over-emotional sub. I keep telling y'all. <laughs> that's exactly what he is. Gene! <laughs> I love you, Gene. I love you so much. So during that. the Q&A, James Gunn was asked um, if the cast of The Guardians would appear in Superman Legacy where he then replied, yes. So maybe we're not done with, you know, the with with the Guardians yet. And that does confirm we do have Superman Legacy, which is going to start um, shooting in January 2024. Um, of course, that is, so far, the writer's strike has not affected the film, but they may have to delay that if, if at any point in time they do have to make changes or anything. Well, I, I think Gunn is the lead writer on the film. I could be wrong, but I think he said he's... He has to be part of the Screenwriters Guild. You don't get to write without being part of the Guild. <laughs> Told you. <laughs> um, but yeah, but I think I but I but think he has, he has it fleshed out. But um, I don't think there's anything that'll knock it off track before the writers come back because I think he has the story fleshed out. I, I obviously I don't think there's a script yet because there's no writers. But I think he. I'm still not trusting James Gunn. I mean, you know, he he's not. What's his name? Um, um oh, what's his name? He ruins all my childhood. Michael Bay. Facts. Explosions in the Fox Chick, whatever yeah. name. Or or Zack Snyder. Yeah. I'll do the rest of the podcast in Zack Snyder mode. <laughs> no, you got to turn the lights way down though first. Damn. <laughs> so James wait, wait. has confirmed. No! <laughs> so he did go ahead and confirm that Crypto is going to appear in Superman Legacy. So we'll see how that pans out. Yay! Let's do and, it. All right. What you got? Shot? I mean. Is that really a um? Is that is that really a feather in the cap though? Like the dog is gonna appear? I mean, I was glad Jimmy Olsen would, and obviously Lois Lane is gonna be. He announced the dog before he announced the villain. Uh, you know, I mean, am I the only one that sees something wrong with this? It's not any uh, worse than radioactive injections for years, but now she has breast cancer. Who's the Who's the bad guy going to be? Uh, yeah, the bad guy is definitely going to be announced. Uh, everyone loves dogs. Uh, yeah, crypto is going to be in it. What's wrong with crypto? Don't be hating on crypto. I'm not going to be hating on crypto, but he's like crypto is awesome. He should be an afterthought. Crypto should <laughs> like, never be an afterthought. They did him wrong. They did crypto wrong on Titans, by the way. How the hell crypto gonna be gone all this time? And then all of a sudden you bring they, crypto back they, to eat with them. They did a lot wrong on Titans. That's just let's, disgrace. Let's just be, let's just be right. real. 
So, you know, now that we've all had our chance to, you know, criticize James Gunn. Um, yes. Can you want to pull up picks three through six, William? Yep. So we have some new posters revealed for The Flash. Flash. Batman Beyond. Uh, I still don't like that costume. I don't either. I kind of think about Ed, it. I is that Ezra Miller? Damn. That was why he was having so the meltdown. for you to say something like that. Damn, that's wrong. <laughs> I know, Hurt, you know what, though? I've never hurtful, been a, hurtful, but truthful. You know what, though? I've never been a Sasha Kali fan. Never. <laughs> no disrespect to her, but I've never been a Sasha Kali fan. It's like, she's just like, her presence is just like, just there. You know? Nothing personal right. against her. I just don't think she will, she's going to be a very good Supergirl. And, and again, she's got a heart. She's got, got some a, more images of. She got a heart mark. She got a heart mark to follow. All right. Let me go back one more time for those who missed it. Okay. Supergirl. The Flash. Of course, I would hope he's going to be in the film. Can I just super kick him? Sean Michael super kick. <laughs> I think I'm sexy. <laughs> <laughs> That's Disco Flash, you know. Exactly. Um, all right. Well, are we ready to move on to talk about some of our TV shows for the week? Yes. Yes. All right. Let's go ahead and, since we just haven't gotten enough of The Flash, let's go ahead and talk about The Flash. <laughs> uh, Eddie thought we're getting this, but now, Shaw, help me out. Because um, I know the, the Eddie Thong that we're seeing um, is not from our universe, it's from that his universe that parallel universe am i correct on that um okay i'm not 100 sure what's up with it he's not from the parallel universe he's in the future mm -hmm. what i think may have happened is like because we saw at the end of season one his body gets pulled into a wormhole yep i think maybe that spit him out in the future and maybe he had amnesia or maybe i don't know i mean they haven't explained that exactly yet Maybe it's a whole thing with the universe resetting stuff. Maybe it's um the whole crazy infinite earth thing when the whole reboot thing, maybe that's it, maybe. I don't know. I mean, we'll see moving forward, but there's definitely a connection there between him, who was a character named um Marcus, I'm not Marcus. I think that was Marcus or Melvin, something like that, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Him and Eddie clearly. Something about the um the negative speed force, so we'll see about that momentarily soon. I mean, next couple episodes is when we only have two episodes left. We got two left. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see what exactly it is. Uh, we got Iris um going into labor, and then in this episode, Barry comes back, and then a second later, he's gone. He disappears again, and we don't know where he goes in this episode. Was he um, gone in a flash? He could be gone to Cat's oh, no. for all we know, but he gone again. Um, and then Eon's powers come into play. Um, negative Speed Force took um, advantage of Mark, um, but she removes the crystal from him, which makes him one with the Earth or kills him. And then she uses her powers to bring him back like it wasn't nothing. Um, so she's very powerful. Look like she can control everything that is not natural. Yeah. So, so am I the only person that's seeing Eddie Thawne back? Remembered how awkward it was that 
Iris and Barry are together because they were raised as brother and sister. Although, and you saw in that episode yeah. that all the memories start coming back of him and Iris being together. Well, I mean, like, but, I always thought it was a little bit weird, the Barry-Iris thing anyway. Yeah, yeah. it's been, so like, weird. It's been, it's been happening for so long that I think we all just kind of forgot about it. That's like we're incest, like, man. Oh, there he is. That's weird. like unofficial incest. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, he's been seeing all that with Eddie, and it's like, oh... Oh, that's yeah, you don't know. Yeah, you don't know. But the good thing out of all this, we got two more episodes to deal with Iris, dumbass. And then after that, she is gone. All right, you're my lightning rod. The hell with all that. Maybe she'll end up on Gotham Knights. She probably would. She probably would. And that's what she need to be over there with them. And they get canceled. Wait, no, she later. doesn't have daddy issues though. So I mean, that's kind of. That's you know, true. I mean, everybody older. on that show has daddy issues. So that's you need... true. Plus, she's older than them too. So, yeah. Yeah. All right, we got some Star Girl news. Pick number seven. All right. Well, that would have been interesting. Breck Bassinger revealed season four of DC Star Girl would address the multiverse. With the mini crossover of DC, with DC Titans would serve as the preparation for that. The actress also confirmed that a crossover with the Flash was discussed, but never got off the ground. Yeah, so I'm gonna that show to be over. Wait, wait, who was it when I um when someone bought this news to light and said that she was gonna appear on the Doom Patrol? And I think it was you, Kat. You were like, she can't handle the Doom Patrol. They'll just no, punch her over. Can't. She'll just put, they'll just punt her over to Titans. <laughs> so, here, so here we yeah. are. <laughs> yeah. 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 She, uh, uh, that actress has not gone the full Disney actress route. So she's not ready for Doom Patrol yet. Oh, you know? uh, yeah. She's not singing to aliens or on OnlyFans. So, yeah, she's got to, she's got to, she's got to hit some. She doesn't have to go all the way to rock bottom, but she's got to go down. She's got to meet the low bar. I'm just saying, you can't put a character that's that Mayberry on a show that's that not. (laughs) (laughs) We got a question in the chat, guys. PlayStation Showcase on May 12th will be Spider-Man and Wolverine Mortal Kombat 12 and Injustice 3? I don't know anything about it. I don't know anything about Injustice 3. You hear anything about that on that diamond? Mm -mm. Um, Mm-mm. Heard about like, that the place the uh, um, showcases will happen at the end of May. The only thing I've heard about Spider Man 2 having Wolverine in it, and it's going to be TVM and not TVMA, it's going to be rated M, so it's going to be uh, Wolverine accurate. And I've heard rumors about Mortal Kombat 12, but I have not heard anything about Injustice 3. That's a quick turnaround, too, all things considering that animated movie was just out, what, about a year ago? Mm-hmm. I love to see an Injustice 3, though. I can see it a lot. Because you can do a lot with Injustice 3. There's so many loose ends on 2 that you hadn't really answered yet. I haven't finished 2. I began it. Maybe that'll be my next Twitch stream. Um, yeah, I'm not seeing a release date. I'm just, you know, t- seeing talk that they're flushing out the characters. Um, but I'm not seeing a release date yet for um, 
I don't know. I, I, I like kid already tries to play like the uh, the crossword games and stuff I have on my phone, and it's already just okay. Yeah, you ruined my turn. I had to wait a whole twenty four hours now. You need to get back in there. I need to get you. I need to give you nap time back. Is what I need to do, you little. <laughs> All right. So now we, we've got onto that, and now onto my next Mayberry show. Oh, Superman and Lois. Let me guess. Lois is sick. Um, I'm at the halfway point with this show because I know it's rumored for cancellation. I'm fifty fifty on whether it should be canceled or we keep it going. Um, so most recent the, I, I've heard is that they're going to try and renew it for in one more season. Well, I mean, everything's getting renewed right now because there's a strike. But the only thing so for, it's like, yeah, sure, we'll renew it. The latest the latest word I got is that um, Gotham Knights and Superman and Lois are maybes, like hard maybes, but HBO Max might save one show. From what the, I've read, if, need, Goth- if Gotham Knights gets, uh, to piggyback off what Shaw said, uh, if Gotham Knights gets saved, I don't think it's going to be on the CW. I think HBO Max is going to take Gotham Knights and Gotham knows. Knights gets saved. Ain't nobody watching Gotham Knights. And anybody, I don't understand anybody. why they cancel Titans. I mean, as as many flaws as Titans has, at least Titans is watchable, and you can say, "All right, ain't nobody watching um, Gotham Knights." Yeah, because that's really the folks that own the CW. They also own Discovery. They're really pushing the reality TV angle and the white people flipping houses. Well, I think when Max, I think when Max comes out, Discovery is going to be a part of Max, and that's why they're dropping right. the HBO. Yeah, um, and that and that that's another thing with William, the strike. Am I wrong? Is there no? There's there, no no. You ask where's the lie, and there's no lie to be found. Um, and that you that's another lie, that's another quick ten seconds. That's another problem with the strike. Oh my God. Daddy's Aslav will just say, "Hey, guess what? Reality TV time. Yeah, I don't need any of you guys." Yeah, but not all of us watch reality TV. Like, I barely watch the CW. You guys make me do it. Exactly. Um, you know, Gotham Knights is the mole man. Of Gotham yeah. Mole man like that. We just said mole man. man. Nobody's gay for mole man. But no, nah, he's not gay with Superman and Lois. I'm halfway there because <laughs> when Superman comes into play, it's great. When you see him there, his fight scenes are decent. The storyline's decent. I think everything's good when he's dealing with Superman. My issue with this show is when you start going down to other avenues. I don't look. I ain't trying to be mean. I ain't trying to be wrong. I don't give a damn about the kids. I don't give a damn about uh, Bruno Mannheim. I know he's a big bad, but I don't give a damn about him. I don't give a damn about your wife. I want to see Superman and what's going to pertain to him. Because you've got a lot of stuff going on with the kids that you're showing. You got a lot of stuff going on with Lana that's going down. Lots of stuff going down. First of all, Lana's a bitch. Um, and then after that, you got a lot of stuff going on with Lana's kids that we are forced to watch. I don't want to see none of that. I ain't signing up for none of that. I want to see Superman. If well, I can't see Superman, cancel this shit. Well, that's been the problem with Superman since Christopher Reeve died. They've not been able to nail it down. Look at Man of Steel. He was like a trucker. He was Wolverine for the first half of the movie. 
Like, you know, he's hiding out in Canada. He's, he's, you know. Nobody's gay for Gotham. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he's hiding out in Canada. And then he comes in and it's like, you know, Kevin Costner's his dad. And his dad's like, don't save me, son. And he's like, oh, my dad's dead. And then, like, something, like, mundane happens. And he's like, no! And it's like, dude, like, you you weren't even that emotional when your dad died. Like, this is really all, you're all over the place, Soups. Where are we going here? I mean, you know, we already know the the trope. Like, you know, you have to (laughs) You know, so, I mean, maybe there's, like, the Superman, the superhero handbook. That says if you have a flying power, just accept that your parents are going to die. <laughs> Maybe he was just, like, not too attached to the idea of Kevin Costner being his dad. I mean, I don't think Kevin Costner's kids are that attached to Kevin Costner being their dad. Mm-hmm. It's like, wasn't, like wasn't, kid? wasn't like your dad? How can they be that attached? Wasn't your dad in Waterworld? <laughs> but that's my only issue with that show. You don't get enough. You don't get enough of the hook. And the hook is Superman. The hook is not Lois Lane. The hook is not Lana Lane. The hook is Superman. And you don't get enough of the well, hook on the and, show to keep people interested enough. And that's why the first Superman and Lois was so good because it was cheesy. Yep. Yeah, it was like it was unbelievably cheesy. But like you know, Dean Kane was Superman. It was yep. Superman and Lois, the Adventures of Superman, and. Yep. You got a lot of Superman. I'm and, just saying, uh, with all the radioactive injections, how are that? Why are they going with breast cancer and not uterine cancer? That's a good point. That's a good point. And at this point, wouldn't they cancel each other out because you're using radiation to fight cancer? So if she got the cancer through the radiation because radiation does cause cancer. Then wouldn't wouldn't I'm I'm just saying. Like, the radiation will cancel but, out the radiation. But, I mean, here. it's like, this is a radiation that they really have. The, I mean, it's Kryptonian radiation, though, so I don't know how you combat that. Well, I mean, you know? if, but who's, but so, but if, okay, so if we're going to go down that trope, then Kryptonian radiation may not even cause cancer. It may only be the, the nuclear radiation that we have here that's based off of, like, you know, uranium isotopes. So I'm still saying that, like, the Kryptonian, you know, her, her radiation injection, Kryptonian radiation injections, to keep it PG-13, um, yeah, should have counterbalanced out and, you know... When I get that feeling... My yeah, thing exactly. Is, my thing, my though. Mind's telling me no. My know, thing, <laughs> but my thing is, why, why, she, why didn't she see this coming as a side effect from having the Kryptonian kid? But wait, don't they have kids? Yeah. So how come the kids don't got cancer? Because one's one's Kryptonian and has powers, and the other one, he's just a junkie that gets high on Kryptonian meth. Okay, so methamphetamine cures cancer. <laughs> That's what we're going with. Yo, shoot mama. Shoot mama. You got this, this just went past this just went past PG thirteen. Shoot mama Lois up with some of that meth and cure that Kryptonian yeah, cancer. Yeah, it just got past PG <laughs> You'd be like Steve Rogers, you're gonna take drugs to make you better. I mean what, so... is, what is this? Chemo? No, it's meth. Take it's it. Meth. <laughs> Who knows which one's more dangerous for you? Exactly. (laughs) So with that, though, the CW has also canceled um, the Supernatural prequel to the Winchesters, which I can see that. 
I didn't even get a chance to watch it. Was I didn't watch it anyway. I did. I mean, I was a fan of Supernatural, so I was willing to check it out. But was it any good? I think you all understand that I'm a big, I'm a nerd for the lore. Mm -hmm. And the premise of the Winchesters, even in like their um, pilot, already started punching holes in and deviating from the original lore. Damn. Well, wasn't the original lore they were estranged and Dean kidnaps Sam from college? I mean, no, it's been a while since I've watched the, the, the show from beginning to end. About his parents. Oh, okay. So, the caveat to that is his, her dad was a hunter. Yes. But their dad didn't know that grandpa was a hunter until after mom died. The premise of this show is that mom is a hunter and is training dad to be a hunter through their teen years oh okay yeah you lost me yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean you can't you can't have yeah okay never mind this, yeah. yeah okay so so yeah there there are some <sighs> talks of course superman and lois are going to be canceled gotham knights are going to be, be canceled they're saying they may keep one DC show. Um, and if it is Superman and Lois, they're talking that they may move it to Metropolis. Which is... Why, do, why don't they just cancel the whole CW? I mean, really. Well, just so bring back UPN. This. I liked Homeboys from Outer Space. It was a guilty pleasure of mine. Um... And just bring back. I, I don't. I don't understand what the CW has after the Arrowverse is gone. Mm. Like imagine they brought back Flash or like, hey, we know y'all like this. Even though y'all don't like this, we're gonna make y'all watch this for like five more years. But then they do like the Wally West Flash. Yep. Uh, yeah, I. I just don't. I like CW is the most like they're like the IDW of TV stations. It's like, it's like what where are you going you're not doing anything yeah and then who here watches titans we all know i don't watch it i, don't I haven't it. i haven't watched the second half of the season yet i right, i, I catch us up i saw the finale oh did you I okay the finale right, already yeah okay yeah. Yeah. very honest and you can spoil it i don't care Stargirl, stuff our flies yeah, I mean, instead of is just it, throwing the dude in a freaking wormhole to anywhere you can choose, they decide to, oh, she has to fly him up and explode for no reason. So she went from being a hooker to exploding. Exploding hooker. I, I can see it now. I'm a meat popsicle. Boom. <laughs> I mean, because she turns all blue, she flies him up, and bam. And then next thing you know, she comes down in, like, comic book form. Um, of that of her red energy that you see, so God, they did. Uh, I mean, I real I liked the show, but they really did like some of the characters. So many injustices. Like I will say though, that Robin mm -hmm. suit is nice. I will say that Robin suit is nice. They dogged. Oh, they dogged Tim Drake. They dogged oh. Jason Todd. They dogged Starfire. Uh, what did you call her? Cat a hooker? 
I, I mean, that was what her original outfit looked like in the first season. Yeah, like, season why did she look like a hook, like a hooker? Didn't she become a hooker? <laughs> she became a hooker, didn't she? I think they, they tried to pass off like she forgot who she was, so she was just living out on the street. She didn't you know, remember all like, minute. Hold she didn't remember memory loss. I mean, me. uh, hold on one second. I don't want to be canceled. They, they a sex worker. She was a sex worker, wasn't she? Which here's the for a minute. Titans are all supposed to be like teenagers. The one thing that made me mad. The one thing that made me upset though, we never got Wonder Girl back. That's the one thing that made me mad. I thought we were gonna see Wonder Girl come back, but she never did. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm a little, little yeah. troubled by the like, like the sex worker part. Okay, fine. It's the world of the profession. I'm I'm fine with that. But wait a minute. These are supposed to be the Titans. The Titans are typically thought of as tween to teenager so you're then, promoting underage sex workers and then um, <laughs> and then red hood showed up and he was supposed to be the big bad and then he was just like yeah okay i'm just gonna not do this anymore they have enough problems on their own. They don't need me ruining their day. Like I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm just gonna, you know, I, I, I'm fine. Okay, okay. So now that now that now that we've derailed back on, on on our topics here. So okay. So so she made she made the meat popsicle explode. Yeah, she made blood brother blood explode, and then toward the end, everybody's talking about what toward the end of the show. What's going? What everybody's going to do? Because everybody's going to leave the Titans, but they keep, you know, how you say. Um, well, I'm leaving, but I'm going to be so far away. So if you need me, you can call me. Um, so it shows everybody doing what they're going to do. You get a brief tending of Superman's foot as he tries to teach, teach Superboy how to fly. Um, and then I think Robin decided to go back to Metropolis um, to train and do some other things. Raven's going back to school or going to school, going to college, because you sort of kind of forget how old Raven is in this. Um, she's like, what, y'all 15, 16, something like that? Yeah, about. Yeah, so, you know, she grown-ass chick in a comic book, but then she's a little girl. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much about it. We got Superboy coming back. You know, he's going to stay in Metropolis and learn how to fly from Superman. Um, and Robin and Starfire just stay together. And that's pretty much about it. Wait, how does he need to learn how to fly? He's Superboy. Superman didn't need, didn't need to learn how to fly. He just kind of went like. Well, if you look, they fall in the nest and they don't know what they're doing. They just go splat. It depends. It depends where you look at. Because if you go back to the day, his pop can't actually taught him how to fly with balloons. If you go back that far, but um, in more recent, <laughs> but a recent story, that's like the worst dad ever. I think he, you have the ability to fly. Here's some balloons. Here's Let some me talk to you. Well, it was more to help to guide him in flight than anything. And you know, 40 years later, some dude in Australia did that and almost died. Mm -hmm. And they made a movie about it. Now he's famous. He was famous, <laughs> and, and he's famous, and, he, and he, he's still famous, and he ain't Superman, so. And he's and not Superman. Did that same thing with his son. He's like, "You're my son. You can fly. I don't. I don't know if I can." And he just laughs and pushes him off the roof. That's I also flight. don't like how Titans killed Lex Luthor. Well, you know, Lex Luthor died do that on um, that stink deity. Uh, a couple yeah. of 
I mean, I was like, why, why would you? It's like, oh, sweet. They got Lex Luthor coming into this? Nice. And then it's like, oh, I'm dead. <laughs> like, well, you had to move the story because if it didn't kill Lex, then Superboy would have done what he did. So I don't know. I, I was just like, why are you even going to bother introducing the guy? Why can't you just say, like, off screen, like, Lex Luthor's dead? Because Lex Luthor comes on screen and you're like, oh, it's about to go down. Lex Luthor's involved. Eh. And it's like South Park. And he's gone. Well, at least the dude got a check. He got a check. Yeah, He's Lex Luthor. Up. How many checks does he possibly need? But I'm talking about the actor. Oh, okay. Yeah, that actor got some checks. All um, right, so we made it through our TV shows. Diamond, what are you having gaming news for it? So, um, what? oh yeah, so someone found a letter that was sent to Miami for billboard advertising for um, Rockstar uh, that is thought to be the leak for GTA 6. However, that was a bunk by both Reddit and GTA forums with people finding out that the letter may or may not be from ChatGPT. Damn, really? Mm -hmm. I lost it. What was that last part? It may have written by an AI. Yeah. Like, I use ChatGPT all the time, so. Same. I know I do. Also, Amnesia the Bunker was supposed to be released towards the end of May, but has now been delayed till June 6, 2023. Okay. Also, Mortal Kombat 12, Nether Realms, and Ed Boom are teasing that the next installment with the new the new the newest teaser showing a ticking clock going from 9, 10, and 11 then jumping to 1. It looks like they might have a full reboot of Mortal Kombat. There's also a rumor that the add-in characters for MK12 will feature either Homelander and or Peacemaker. That's interesting. That's okay. interesting, but I mean it's kind of like they were they were really going strong with the they had Jason and they had Freddy and they had the Predator and now it's kind of like they're going goofy. Like, I'd like to see, like, Pinhead come in. True, true. Or, uh, you know, I... I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it's Mortal Kombat, so they'll they'll make it good. I mean, I've never really seen a... Actually, there's been a lot of bad Mortal Kombat games. I can't, I can't really... Yeah, I can't say I haven't seen a bad Mortal Kombat game, but there's been more good Mortal Kombat games than bad. Well, I'll say that. Scorpion, because, I mean, I think we all just like to watch people, like... Get disemboweled. Yes. Or get yanked by yeah. the chain. Yeah. That's my go-to character. Also, um, Private Division and Game Freak will team up to for a new IP codename Project Boom, which is projected to release in 2026 during the Take-Two physical year. And Insider Gaming reported that there's a new Call of Duty game set to release this year titled COD Modern Warfare 3. It will be developed That's by... That's creative. Like, take my money. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's said to be developed by Sledgehammer Games. 
Apparently, COD 2023 is reported to be, quote-unquote, a premium DLC for Modern Warfare 2, while this year's title will be the sequel to Modern Warfare 2, which will also feature campaign, multiplayer, zombies, and a new Warzone 2 map. So, let me get this straight. They already released a DLC with the same name as the game they're about to release. Mm-hmm. Oh. Premium DLC. So, it's spicy. Spicy DLC. So uh, many people are going to be so mad when they get the wrong one. Oh, uh, We've that no. one grandma that's like, I'm going to buy my kid the Call of Duty game that he wanted this year. And it's oh, the okay. one that's like earlier from this year. Like, that's not or, the one. I am so glad I play Sniper Elite, not Call of Duty. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't have enough dude bro in me to play Call of Duty anymore. Like that, and I'll probably get myself banned for the, the things I will yell at the 13-year-olds that yell at me. I'm telling you, your mom doesn't love you. Oh, your no, that's doesn't too care about you. That's no, way too tame. Like, no, no, because I've said some messed up things on that I could probably should I mean, everybody has. My wife is the worst. <laughs> yeah. My wife, my wife, my wife probably set the rules for Xbox chat. Yeah, like, my, so my husband is a sailor. I say things that shock him. When, when I get upset enough. You know, the colorful vernacular. <laughs> All right. What else um, you got for us, Diamond? So I think, I think I have, Diamond had a few more. Yeah, I had like two more left. Um, <laughs> so Asus R- ROG Ally Steam Deck competitor, the Steam Deck competitors will now be released in the middle of June, and it has been given the fair reviews. It'll cost seven hundred dollars. Yeah. Wait, cool. seven seven hundred dollars for what? For a Steam Deck. Seven hundred dollars for a Steam Deck. Mm-hmm. What's a is that like a uh, magic yeah, cards or, or what is that? No, it's a um it's basically a switch, mm-hmm. just like it connects to the um to, my, to Windows and everything. Oh, so it's like a Steam console. Yeah. And it's seven hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say the same thing I said thirty years ago when the 3DO came out, or actually no, because I was like eight. I'm gonna say the same thing that like my dad said when I asked for the 3DO when it came out. You're out of your mind. <laughs> Craziness. I mean, at that point, you might as well just buy a gaming rig. You're going to pay a little that, more for your gaming rig, but your gaming rig is going to be more versatile. I mean, isn't Steam PC at that point? You may as well just spend the extra couple hundred bucks and buy a good PC. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's the way of the future. You gotta, you gotta be able to like keep up with the times. So was Rosie the robot, and I still don't have a robot made. Thank you very much. That's a greater atrocity. Where's my no. Irona? That's what I want to know. Where's my Irona? No, I have a three-year-old that thinks she's the best helper in the world, and she's facts. <laughs> she's a good helper, but you know, then no. Where's my Irona? Where's the robot chick from Big O? That's what I'm talking about. We're not going to have anything like iRobot. We're not going to have that yet. I don't want to pull my ass. At this rate, I can't even afford Robbie the robot from Lost in Space. Damn. (laughs) And all he needs to do is tell me if I'm in danger. Like, I need to come in the door. Wife is mad. Wife is mad. Okay, I'm (laughs) I'm out, Robbie. Peace. I'm going to come back two days later. (laughs) 
Um, so also in PlayStation news, the showcase will be um, the PlayStation showcase will be on the last week of May or early June, which may include Konami stuff. With PlayStation making a deal with Konami for Silent Hill, Metal Gear, and according to Jez Corden, maybe even a new Castlevania. Wait, can I can I ask you for clarification real quick? Mm-hmm. When you say making a deal, does that mean it's going to be a PlayStation exclusive? Mm-hmm. So Microsoft wouldn't have. All right. Wow. All right. That's very interesting. That's if that, the deal goes through and they're like, oh yeah, we'll have more people try to buy PlayStations for our um, to play Silent Hill or so. That's that's very uh, that's very interesting. That like Metal Gear. Well, Metal Gear is tied to PlayStation, so that's not that surprising. But the other games are kind of wow. I think it'll be like a uh, what's it called with um, Xbox doing their acquisition of all these like other companies. I think that would be like a chess move for them. Yeah, and I think the the thing if I if I if I, Correct me if I'm mistaken, but didn't that fall through? Mm-hmm. Didn't didn't the court say uh, that that's a no go? So yeah, uh, Activision Blizzard is back on the market again, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So if like PlayStation decides to say, "Hey, we got an offer you can't refuse. We're gonna do some Godfather type stuff and leave a horse in your bed if you don't accept my offer." PlayStation did a Nintendo. PlayStation did what Nintendo did in the '80s and '90s is what they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I have for gaming news. Thank you, thank you, Diamond. We do appreciate you for that. Thank you so much. I'm gonna take some a minute to go and get all that put together. <clears throat> all right. Well, we have a few more things to go over before our big announcement of the night, because tonight is the night we are announcing the winner of the Hill Country Comic Con giveaway. Great. Now it sounds like an HR meeting. Thanks, Cat. You're welcome. <laughs> Oh, um, guys, we're putting out we're putting out five topics till next week. I didn't realize we've already been on over an hour, so let's go ahead. Oh, okay. All right, then. Without further ado, um, let's go ahead and do our last topic, and then we'll go ahead and do um, our giveaway announcement. Um, so, topics pick number eleven to nineteen. Let's do this real quick. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, let's finish up the news and then we'll fit and then we'll finish up our topics for next week. Let's just go ahead and finish up our news. We'll do sure finish up that? the news, finish up we the news. Lie. We got a lot, and still more because I didn't realize we were that long in. Um, yeah, that writer's strike, we we yeah, took up a lot of time. Yeah, um, let's see. Where did we stop? Oh, we stopped at Titans. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, let's do a few more of the news to enlighten fans, and then we can move on to the winner. All right. So Dave Filoni has been credited as the sole writer for all eight episodes of Disney Plus' series for Ahsoka. We'll see how that goes. Um, they're also talking a little bit more about Acolytes. <laughs> So the way that they are wording it is that the show is going to be queer to the point where it is campy. So they're either it's either going to be really weird, 
But here's kind of my my personal beef with that is acolytes are a division of the Sith. So how can that be campy? How can you make yeah? Look, they better commit. They said it. They gotta yeah. commit now. I mean, you need high heel lightsabers. You need, John Waters needs to be involved. He said high heel. <laughs> you need Damn. high heel lightsabers, man. Damn. I mean, obviously, if, if you grab it by the sole, you can actually probably maneuver it pretty well. If I there mean, are, you could totally single white female that, but you know, I digress. <laughs> um, Netflix has released a little bit more information about Avatar. There will be more of Kyoshi of the Kyoshi guiding Ong in the series. And they're going to be doing a video presentation next week for the release date or they or possibly be releasing a trailer. So that series is done. Writer's strike isn't going to affect that. Probably. Well, they've been working on that one for a while. And it's just already written. Yeah. It's already in on post. Um, we have Beetlejuice 2 is officially moving forward with Jenna Ortega now confirmed to be portraying the daughter of um, Lydia. Winona Ryder. William Defoe is going to join the cast in that movie as well. Yo, they're strong with the Michael Keaton member berries. They're bringing yeah. back Michael Keaton Batman, Michael Keaton Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. I mean, that's that juju's on you. He said Beetlejuice three times. Oh. All right. Then we have some Doctor Who news. Um, pick number nine. Um, according to the Mirror, Moffat is going to come back and write some episodes for the next Doctor Who. I don't watch Doctor Who, but I can't take any of these people seriously. I'm wondering if they're going to be going back to a either the Torchwood storyline with this or the Time Robots. This to be Time Robots. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Well, because we'll when see. you got into Torchwood, like the original creation of it, it would have been also like along the Elizabethan timeline. Mm-hmm. Um. So we have, we have titles for three specials. Um, one of those titles is going to be The Star Beast. The second one will be Wild Blue Yonder. And the third one will be The Giggle. Yeah. Okay. Just, remember the, um, just remember the tweet by the teaser. The first one is going to be about those bug alien dudes. The second one will be about um, Neil Patrick Harris's character, whether it's going to be the time maker or not, toy maker or not. And the last one will, will be about... um. Meet the beep. Judging by the trailer, that might not be the, the case. Gotcha. We so also we, have some news about the future after once and always Power Rangers show. What you had some some good stuff on that, right? Yeah, I, I, I was. So there's been some talk about maybe doing something moving forward with that. I mean, I think it's very likely that someone from there is going to show up in um the next series of Power Rangers, the um Dino Fury. And you know, maybe doing a next generation type thing could ha- could work with um, children, with the rest of the children of the others. And I don't know, just just thoughts that there could be something moving forward from once and always with the success of it. What are your thoughts on that? Go go Power Rangers! 
So I was never a huge Power Rangers fan, so I don't have a whole lot to say on that. I mean, it would be interesting if they pursued that arc. I'm just not sure how I feel about it because, like I said, not a Power Rangers was not necessarily my big wheelhouse. I wouldn't. I'm not a fan of every iteration. I like some iterations more than I do others. Mm-hmm. I know they existed. Like Ninja Storm to me was pretty good. Yeah. I think like I was aged out of Power Rangers though when it came out. I I was just not into yeah. it. It came out and I I just see. I love Ninja Storm. I love Ninja Storm, but I couldn't stand SPD. Kind of like it's Power Rangers and Captain Planet came out at the same it. time. It's just me. It, it's just me. I couldn't stand it. And I think it was, and I think it was that I think it was that little kid that turned me off. Oh, Jason or something? Not Jason. Uh-huh. That little kid with the Blue Ranger? Yeah. I think he turned me off. When he like, put stilts in, he's like, oh yeah, I'm yep, tall yep, now. Yep, like, yep. And then all of a sudden, he, he come into the Ranger, he grown all of a sudden. Man, come on, man. Get the hell out of here. But um, but um, but some of them I like, like Ninja Storm, I love Ninja Storm, I love the original. Um, I love when all the Red Rangers went at it with one another that one episode, and of course the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle crossovers. Loved all those. Did she just say Captain Planet was far better? Yeah, because I said I I, far think, I thought that Captain Planet came out at the same time as Power Rangers, and I wasn't it even no. either of them. Although in Captain, the I think Captain Planet the had a majestic yeah. mullet. I think it did. I think in the state, I think in the states, uh, Captain Planet came out before the Rangers, but over in Japan, that's Kamen Riders. Captain Planet ain't got nothing on Kamen Riders over in Japan, nothing. And that's all. And that's who. And that's what the Power Rangers were. They were Kamen Riders. Mm-hmm. Kind of. I really I mispronou- and I could have mispronounced the name. But I think they were Kamen Riders over there. Kind of. Common Riders and Power Rangers were different. Like in Japan, they were called Super Sentai. There you go. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, because I know they, because I know they were a lot earlier in Japan when we got Captain Planet over here. Yeah, like, like, um, yeah. Super Sentai was like about ten years. Yep. From earlier there than they was than they were Power Rangers. Well, yeah, because wasn't it worked in like the footage was older and you could tell, and then you yeah. had like you know Amy Joe Johnson and and all the other guy guys and girls. What do you mean? Yeah, the main thing about the show was taking Sentai footage and spicing it to create something new. That's why it lasts so long because it's a cheap show to make. Yeah, and we will not talk about Amy Joe Johnson on this show. Why not? No, no. We're not talking about Amy Johnson. No, no. But why? I am sorry to traumatize you. No, we will not talk about it. I loved Amy Joe Johnson back then. All right. She's gonna be at Awesome Con. You want me to catch you an autograph? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love David Joe Johnson back then. All right, Kat, go ahead. I'm sorry. My bad. I ran my mouth. My bad. So, as Disney, part of the Disney and Hulu merger of subscriptions um now mind you this isn't happening right away it's probably not going to happen until the end of the year maybe sometime 2024 um but disney has already revealed the plan to start moving some of its content from hulu over to disney plus as part of the the strategic approach to its changing content 
I need to do something because I got both of them. So I need to do something. So I'm glad they're doing that. Yeah. And Disney's shuffling a lot of content around right now. Yeah. All right. So let's go ahead and hop over to our topics. Picks 11 and 19. Nine, let's start with like 11 through 19. Sorry. Center. Barbara, center right or not, baby. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but one more, one more falls, two more come back. <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's do a few of these topics real quick. Let's do a few. Ooh. All right. It's the first one right here. What's this about? Yeah. So, just some potential casting. Who would you guys prefer to be the new Invisible Woman? Is that Jennifer Lawrence? Yeah. Well, she would be the first person to portray the invisible woman on film, so she Bring clearly Jessica. needs to do it. Bring Jessica Alba back. No, Jessica Alba did. Who? I know, but according to Jennifer Lawrence, she'd be the first. Uh, who's a uh, Who's Margot? Margot Robbie. Margot. Oh no, she's out. Yeah, that don't look, that don't look right. Uh, I think she can. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard just doesn't look right. Mm-mm. Um. Olinska, Olinska looks decent. Taylor, is that the is that the chick from a uh, Queen's Gambit? She don't yes. look right. Yeah. She look right in the face. Yeah. She don't look good in the face. Who uh, Taylor? Yeah, what's wrong with her mouth? Hey, I don't know. It's the same problem I had when she had uh, Queen's Gambit. It's like that constantly. I'm surprised, so I'm gonna, you know, do something inappropriate. There's yeah. I mean, I, I mean, either I'd say out of all of these, Balinska looks the most appropriate, and I can't. Yeah. I mean, Alba's not gonna do it, so I don't even know why yeah. she's on here. She's too old now, anyway. Old. I'd love to see her do it again, but I think she's aged out the role. But the rest of them just don't look. Margot Robbie, I can't watch it without seeing Harley Quinn. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so. All right, let's go into the next one. Yep. Last digit of your phone number has to beat Superman to save you. Uh, oh, I'm, cool. I'm golden. I get Hancock. Yeah. Is Hancock number seven? Yep. Okay, good. I got Hancock. I got number five, so I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got like... Number nine, uh, I've got his name, Giovanna. You got that dude from JoJo. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I got... Oh, I'm dead. Who I got, you guys know? Um, I got, um, fucking Nazax. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's who I got. Yeah. Hey, who's, I who's, who's the Steve Buscemi cartoon character at number four? four. That's the other guy from One Piece. Why is Nazax even on here? Why not? Uh, Why not? Doing? What are you gonna do? Call your call his horse in or something? I mean, what the hell he's a little Nas X. What the hell he gonna do? He ain't gonna do nothing against yeah, Superman. He's gonna give he's gonna give Satan the lap dance, then Satan will kill Superman. That's how it works. Man. All right, let's do one more. All right. Best Netflix show picture. Okay, what do we got? What's the last one? Um, I think that's called Ozark, I think. Okay, Ozark with a crying face. I never watched it. I heard of it, but I never watched it. I, heard of it too. I, 
so we got the Witcher, Lucifer, Stranger Things. What's this hotel one? That's um, Umbrella Academy. Oh okay. no, no, that's out. Uh, for me, it's between uh, Cobra Kai and Stranger Things, and I enjoy Cobra Kai much more than Stranger Things, so I'm going to go with Cobra Kai. And I'm kind of torn between Lucifer and Stranger Things because Lucifer didn't originally start as a Netflix show. Facts. But when Fox brought it over, it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I, do like, I, I mean, I like it either way. But, I'll you know, Stranger Things is truly Netflix, so I'll go with Stranger Things. I'll go with Lucifer. It's I'll go with Stranger Things. Lucifer is more my cup of tea. <clears throat> All right. Um, I'm going you want more here? 124. One will protect you. The others will try to kill you. Choose wisely. Oh, we did this one before, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, my bad. Is oh, that the... Is... Oh, yeah. Ah, what happened? We, we changed our minds. New one. Yeah, because we did that We did that topic yeah. before. Um, Which team would you chose to defend Earth Realm in Mortal Kombat? Middle row. Definitely middle row. Definitely won't be last row. It's got Cyclops on that last row. Yeah, Fuck you that. Done at that point. And then you, you, you got thing and, and he's just whiny. Dude, no, middle um, row has carnage. Yeah, yeah, middle row. Middle row for sure. <laughs> like, you got Magneto, you got the Joker, you got Carnage and Deathstroke. Middle yep. row. Yeah, middle row, yeah. All and you need them, is carnage. And none of them are scared, <laughs> and none of them are scared to kill either. Mm-hmm. But Cyclops wouldn't kill nobody. That's all I'll talk about. Step ass. Um, did she say anything? Hearts, because as previously <laughs> stated, Cyclops sucks. Not wrong. He's terrible. He's terrible. I get a lot of hate when I say that. I'm glad my folks here understand why I'm coming from. I mean, from. I just go into that battle with Carnage. I'd be like, Magneto, take a break. <laughs> What was that cat? The fan fiction writes itself between him and Jean Grey and Wolverine for mm-hmm. the fact the reason that he sucks. Yeah, he's terrible. Yeah. He's terrible. I will um the hell with Jean Grey. I'll go back, I'll go get White Queen to be cool. That's what I do. You saw those two together before, so you might as well keep that relationship going. But anyhow. If you could break up Spider-Man and Mary Jane, you could break any couple up. Yep. So that's my Wait, point. Wait, they broke up Spider-Man and Mary Jane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was an mm-hmm. issue. It was like it, it just went downhill. God damn it, Marvel broke sucks. Broke, broke them up, man. Broke them up. Oh my Hell, God. they did the same thing with Storm and Black Panther. Yep. Yeah. Marvel Shit stuff. that made sense. They fucked it up. <laughs> and there goes that PG thirteen rating. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm going to be the one to do it. Yeah, it was me. I take full responsibility. Did get mad? He gets mad. Um, which I don't think he will. Um, all right, let's go ahead and go into our contest winner. Cat, you want to do that for us? Uh, let me pull it up here. You want me to do it? I can do it. It don't matter. If you have it, is it me? <laughs> No, you are this. You are so disqualified. I won. I won something finally. 
I just want the foot fix. Where's my drum roll, sir? He said, I can't get no feet picks, man. Do I have a drum roll? I can give you some. Hold on, I can give you some applause. I thought you had a drum roll. No, I can give you some applause. Okay. All right. I'll give you some of that. Mr. David Scherzinger. There you go. We will try to reach out to you and send you a message. Can you do that through YouTube? I don't know. I've never tried. Um, I can see he's um he has like a one sub. I okay. can we can hit him up on YouTube let him, and let him know that he won. Yep. So you have seven days to claim your prize. After that, we will draw a new name. What I'll do, I'll follow him. I'll okay. follow him. Geek Gauntlet Podcast will follow him. Um on YouTube. I hit him up, send him a um send him a quick message. Hey, you wanna do you want you want we need your contact information. And we'll go from there. <laughs> we'll, go from there. <laughs> well, in seven days, maybe I'll pronounce it right. I mean, you know. <laughs> oh man. Oh man! All right, let's let's stop cyclops in this show, and uh, let's go around the room see what everybody's doing this week, so we can finish up. Ambrose, what you got going on this week, buddy? Um, writing a couple of pieces. I'm coordinating with the organizers of Awesome Con, which I got some press passes to, and that's in about a month, so I will be there. And um, I don't know if I'll be able to finagle some giveaways or anything. You know, anything can happen, so never say never. But oh, sure. I'm going to be covering a lot of stuff. It's very Star Wars heavy this year. Ashley Eckstein will be there. Lando Carlosian himself will be there. So Mr. Billy D. Williams, which I'm really excited about. And um, I'm just gearing up for it. And I'm talking to the organizers. I have connection with the founder. And I'm going to be doing a uh, preview piece, hopefully within the week, once I get uh, all the quotes I need. So, you know, I'm just getting ready for that. All right, Kat, what you got going on this week? All right, so tomorrow I should have an article going up about my coverage from ChupacabraCon from last weekend, which is why I could not be here with all you lovely people. Um, tomorrow I'm going to be out, if you're in the San Antonio area, head on out to Halfway to Halloween. It's out at the Rolling Oaks Mall. I will be out there with um, Heroes and Villains of Cosplay. We're a local cosplay and gaming group, so come on by and say hi. Cool, cool, cool. Diamond, what you got going on? Um, I'm going to start like gaming with commentary or using my headset now so with, like, oh cool video. cool know. okay keep those videos coming on the uh, geek gauntlet page uh Shaw, what you got going on this week buddy Shaw, mr Shaw. yeah nothing really i mean same old same old for this week but I am planning for this stuff moving forward. I will keep you all posted. All right. Uh, with me, we got a lot of guests coming on the show coming up this week. Um, got a few call in. Um, got a, a particular gentleman. I don't know if I'm going to spoil it now. I might do it midweek. Um, Does he like feed picks? <laughs> you know, you know, I just met him. <laughs> 
So I don't. Oh, think, so it's not. So uh, it's not who I was thinking about. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> hell no. Um, <laughs> so it wasn't the. But I just met this gentleman last week, so I don't think that would have been appropriate for me to ask him that at a con. <laughs> I mean. Where everybody wanna know? Hey man, you in I mean I Oh my gosh. Um but he um is an actor. Um and we'll hit um, keep a I'll keep it on my hat for a little bit longer, kind of build anticipation, but he's an actor. He was in Wakanda forever. He was author of Gotham Knights, and he's got some interesting story from Gotham Knights as well. So I'm going to keep that under my hat for a little bit longer, probably announce it on the community tab on our YouTube page. So we kind of get excited about that. Uh, so we got some guests coming through. Still waiting on my cosplayer to get reach back out to me and let me know if she can make it through. But if she can make it through, that would be great. So we got uh, hopefully got a lot of things c- coming up um, guest-wise with the Geek Gallery podcast. And if there's nothing else you lovely folks want to go over, I want to thank everybody for being here with us this night. We do appreciate it. We'll see you guys again next week. Same time, same channel. For myself, Kat, Ambrose, Diamond, and Shaw. Janae, we miss you. We'll see. Hopefully, we'll see you next week. We'll see you guys. No. Janae's my nemesis. <laughs> Later, guys. <laughs>